Welcome guys, happy Saturday. We got a six game NBA slate to talk about here. Before we get into the video, though, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. Again, we'll be talking about the six game NBA DFS slate. Also make content for NFL, daily fantasy sports, as well as prize picks. Give out a prize picks to pick play today. 1.5x, Javon Carter uh, pushed his assist and Sabonis went over. Uh, the Bucs didn't get blown out, though. Carter uh, definitely would have hit that. It's a little bit frustrating. Uh, overall, on prize picks for me, it was a one point, almost 1.4x because... I had a 1.5x in one of my two-pick power plays, and then a 1.25x because I had Grayson Allen DNP. I hit uh, Herder and Sabonis. I pushed with Javon Carter, and then Aiton just missed as the blowout. So, profitable day, but this close to a full sweep. Um, random blowouts preventing that. But, hey, we, we uh, keep going. So, yeah, guys, prize picks again. They are the sponsor of the video. Um, if you have not uh, signed up yet, you can use my code DKDFS. That'll give you a 100% match up to $100. So basically, you deposit $100 with my code. That's a free $100 to play with on the site. And it's a player prop site, a lot of different sports they can offer. So yeah, give it a try, guys, and take advantage of that uh, discount. And if you're looking for premium content, you can check my Patreon. That is linked down below, a lot of different packages. So recapping tonight was a solid night. Uh, nice to get back in the profit column after last night, the overtime costing me over $500. That was like a super tilting night. So it's nice to get back to it with uh, hitting everything in main, hitting everything in showdown. So this is my main slate lineup. And uh, yeah, I was basically really, really high on the late game. Uh, the stars, Fox, Sabonis, AD, Westbrook, um, and ended up working out. So uh, Ivy, I have no comment. No comment about those minutes from Dwayne Casey. Actually, I do have a comment, all right? 35 minutes a game without Cade Cunningham. No Cade Cunningham. Ivy's got to play at least 35 minutes, right? 25 minutes. Benched. Sadiq Bay, someone that also was a good play. I got bailed out by fading, randomly benched too. What was that from Dwayne Casey, man? What was that? But uh, yeah, I ate the chalk with Payne. He smashed. I ate the chalk with Portis. I was getting a little bit tilted that first half. I was like, is Portis going to somehow bust again? But yeah, he ended up salvaging in a blowout, too. Javon Carter smashed. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they lost time due to the blowout, too, in Portis and Carter. Again, Grayson Allen now starting. And then after lock, it's Jordan Noir out there. Like, what is going on? So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that doesn't get uh, reported, but... That is what it is. And then the late game. So here is my strategy. I had Herter, Lonnie Walker, Westbrook, Sabonis. And I was like, all right, if Anthony Davis gets pulled out, this is great. Because then I'm going to get, you know, Lonnie Walker at relatively low ownership. Um, and I'll just stick with what I have. But I'm like, all right, if Anthony Davis gets ruled in, I might try to pivot to get Anthony Davis in. Because I knew he was going to be low owned. And he was extremely low owned. And he smashed the issue was I didn't like the pivot. So it would have been a 3v3 pivot going off Sabonis, Herder, and Lonnie Walker and going on to Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, and Troy Brown. So I think I made the correct call. I know Reeves had a good game, but Troy Brown was pretty bad. So I think I made the correct call keeping it. Now, um, you know, if I had gotten off to a bad start uh, in the early games, I probably would have made that pivot to Anthony Davis. But <clears throat> since I had a good start with... Basically, everyone outside of Ivy, I was fine uh, keeping it. And Sabonis wasn't that popular either. I thought he was going to be a bit more popular, only 17%. 1% herder, I'm not going to lie, I got lucky. Um, he won for 22 steals and blocks, so that's, yeah, I got lucky. 
Um, Lonnie Walker was fine. And then, yeah, Westbrook was someone I was high on, whether Anthony Davis played or not. So that was the recap, guys. Uh, over uh, about a 2.5x day overall and everything. So uh, that's solid and profitable day in price picks as well. So I'm going to keep that going. And let's talk about the slate. So Toronto and the Pacers. Nick Nurse, oh, I'm just going to say this. Outside of the top four guys, you can throw a dart, but there's, there's, they're gonna, he's gonna go with the hot hand. He's gonna go with the hot hand with those yeah, secondary options, which we'll talk about here in a sec. But yeah, Van Fleet gonna be my favorite of the spend ups. Um, he's been the most consistent. He didn't do much last game. Random blowout. Don't put too much emphasis into that. Great matchup here. So I do like Van Fleet to get him out. Barnes, OG, and Trent. They're both all solid plays. I would say no priorities here. Um, OG and Anubi just gonna continue to get like four steals and blocks a game. It's, it's wild. Um, and then Gary Trent Jr., a guy that caused me just infinite pain last year. Um, more often than not, he's going to play about 30 minutes, but he has to hit his shots to get value. And whenever I played last year, one of 20 shooting, if I faded, he set the record for three-pointers. So, um, yeah, that guy is just, I hate him with, my, with everything. Everything in my heart, I hate Gary Trent Jr. so much. All right, the big rotation. So my boy, Chris Boucher, uh, played 31 minutes and closed in garbage time, which I thought was a bit weird. He closed in garbage time. He absolutely smashed. Now, we know Boucher has the ceiling, but, like, previous two games, 14 and 13 minutes, you never know. You never know. So he's playable for tournaments, as is Coloco, who could be the guy that closes. He's cheap. Um, he's been up and down. Otto Porter's a guy that could see more minutes. He's playable. Even Dusty Thad Young saw some rotation minutes. So, like, if you want to try to take a shot in one of those guys on a smaller slate like this, you can. Um, I, was, I would say I'm not confident in any of them, but the ceiling, I think, is the highest in Boucher if the minutes are there. But he could very easily play 15 minutes tomorrow and completely kill you. Moving on to the Pacers. Uh, this rotation, too. Is, Rick Carlisle's really pissing me off, man. He's really pissing me off. He just, he just run a consistent rotation. I just never know, like... Outside of like Halliburton, Heald, and, and Turner, you just never know, man. You just never know. Um, so Tyrese Halliburton, 8.9K. It's not necessarily the best matchup, but he's playing like low to mid-30s minutes a game. I think he's a solid play at this price. Buddy Heald finally came back down to earth, but he's still playing big minutes. Um, I have no issue if you want to pay 6.6K for him. And then Miles Turner dealt with some foul trouble last game and still smashed. I think more often than not, he's going to play like 30 to 35 minutes. So... I do like Miles Turner, assuming he can stay out of foul trouble. The rest is just tournament play. So Benedict Matherin had a really good game last game. Um, his minutes been a little bit up and down, 33, then 22, then 37, then 30, then 25. So, like, if you play Matherin and you get the 35-minute game, you're probably having a good night. If you play Matherin and you get the 22-minute game, you're probably not having a good night. So his minutes are up and down. But I will say, like, more often than not, the Pacers do want to give him a lot of minutes because he's a rookie. Jalen Smith is what I'm talking about. I, I just, I have no idea. I have no idea how many minutes he's going to play. Last five games, 34, 26, 11, 29, 18. And we know Jalen Smith, you know, not bad point per minute. You want to try to take a shot in for tournaments? Be my guest. Isaiah Jackson, he's the backup five. If Turner gets in foul trouble, he could have a good game, but um, don't know if it's necessary to go there. I will mention Andrew Nemhard still played 29 minutes, even with Aaron Naismith back. I think he's like an interesting value play. Does have shooting guard eligibility too. Naismith in his first game back only played 22 minutes. So I do have a little bit of interest in Andrew Nemhard there. And then if you need a complete punt play, you probably could do worse than McConnell. Um, he should play like 15 to 18 minutes. Not a bad point per minute guy. So he's playable. 
Boston and Detroit. So Boston, we'll keep an eye on Malcolm Brogdon news. He uh, missed the game tonight. Marcus Smart got in massive foul trouble last game, so you got to be a little bit careful with minutes for uh, some of the Boston guys. Um, Tatum, Brown, both feel like solid options. I would say neither are priorities, but it's a good match against Detroit. I think Brown a little bit easier to get to for his price point than Tatum, but I like them both. Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart dealt with massive foul trouble, um, so he should go back to like mid-30s minutes. He's a fair play in the mid-range, as is Al Horford, who should play low to mid-30s minutes, so... Orford, Smart, they're always guys that I'm, like, fine with. They are always seem priced a little bit too cheap. So, yeah, Smart, Horford, both decent options. And if Brogdon's out, you probably see, I don't know, 25-ish minutes for Derek White, 4.3. I think that's a fair value play. Grant Williams played a lot. Uh, now, if he stays out of foul trouble, I do think they want him to play over 30 minutes. So, Williams, viable value, not the best point-per-minute guy, though. You saw a little bit of run for Sam Hauser. Again, got extended because of the blowout. And then they did dust off Peyton Pritchard and play him 16 minutes. Um, at the close to the Flatman price, if there's no Brogdon, uh, yeah, he's playable in a large tournament. On the Detroit side, just Wayne Casey, man. Wayne Casey. Kate Cunningham missed the game tonight. Um, Corey Joseph started, got in massive foul trouble, and Killian Hayes came in and smashed. Now, I thought there was a chance that Killian Hayes was going to start. And I was like, if he does, I really like Killian Hayes. Um, because he's been really, really bad, but he's actually been a pretty high usage player when he's on the court. And he played 34 minutes and smashed. So um, keep an eye on the Cade news, but also, like, I don't know if we can see that many minutes again from Hayes. Number one, you got um, random benching for Jaden Ivey, and then you got massive foul trouble for Corey Joseph. You also have Alec Burks back in the mix now. Uh, Hamidou Diallo is back too. So, like, Pistons rotation is getting a little bit, uh, you know, deeper now and especially if Cade's back it's gonna be tough so if Cade's out I mean I still think Ivy's a good play I don't I don't think we can expect a random benching again so still would like Ivy a good amount uh Sadiq Bey getting benched too like what he's just gonna play like 35 minutes a game when Cade's out there but without Cade he's gonna play less like someone make it make sense it wasn't like Bay was having a bad game either that's why I said like I got bailed out uh with the Bay uh fade to be honest Bojan, Stewart, they're just fine. Again, they had better games tonight because they just played more. Um, again, if you want to try to take a shot on a 4.4K, Burks, that's fine. Livers closed the game. He played 22 minutes, not the best point per minute. It's just, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like this from the Pistons. If Cade is back, we probably don't want to deal with a ton because then it would just be mainly Cade that I have interest in and then all kind of secondary plays. Atlanta and Philadelphia, so... Atlanta is always like a very simple team to talk about. It's like the same thing every day. Like you could just, what I've said about Atlanta, like the last six slates, like just have that on repeat. Literally. Trey Young, Murray, they're both fine tournament plays. Need the priorities. John Collins, 6.2K, does have a ceiling, but he's been up and down. Capella, Okongu, they're splitting the center mitts. Capella, back-to-back outlier games. I'll let the fish chase. I prefer Okongu at 3.9K. Um, just point per dollar. If he's going to play about 20 minutes, would rather play him over a 6K Capella. No, we're not going to get 20 rebounds again from Capella against Embiid. So, no, I'm not chasing that. DeAndre Hunter, 5-2, is just like there. He's more out there for defense. And then the bench unit, there's not playing much. I'm not really want to, I don't want to mess like the holidays. AJ Griffin was like out of the rotation last game. So, pretty simple. On the Philadelphia side, Glenn Rivers. Glenn Rivers, man. I have Joel Embiid last game. 
looking like a good night. So like I said, before the Miami game went to overtime, I thought I was going to have like a 5x night, possible takedown. I was like, yes, this is looking great. Look back on my phone, you know, Philadelphia game. Oh, let's see what Embiid's doing. You know, he's not having an amazing game, but he's on pace to have like a 5x day. Nothing crazy, right? Check my phone. Five, six minutes left. Ten-point game. All right, you know, let's see how Embiid's doing. He's on the bench with the rest of the starters. Price would go up on Embiid. I think he's going to play about 35 minutes or so here. Still a good spot up. I wouldn't say he's a priority. Maxi, Harris, Melton all kind of struggled, but I think these guys bounce back. They should play huge minutes too, so I don't mind trying to buy low on Maxi. Harris at 7-5, kind of indifferent on him. And then Melton was very popular last night. He was a bust. He also shot 2 of 7. So the other main 76ers are all decent options. I wouldn't say any priorities, but I think they're going to be a bit lower owned than they should be based on last game and recency bias a bit. The rest of Philadelphia, P.J. Tucker, he's 3-9. Just so it's such a painful roster. Such a painful roster. Uh, Niang, he has been playing a bit more. Should play like close to 20 minutes. That's fine. I don't think I want to mess with anything else here, though. Charlotte and Miami. This is another team that's starting to piss me off a little bit, too. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. is questionable. That actually is pretty big news. If he's out, you're just going to get a lot more ball handling for Rogier, who's been pretty popular over the last couple of games and has busted both back-to-back games. But um, if there is no Dennis Smith Jr., I do think Rogier does look a little bit better. This is what I'm talking about with, with the Hornets pissing me off. Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre Jr. You, don't, you know how many times I played him early in the year with everyone out, and he would play like 25 minutes a game. 25 or 30 minutes. Every time I play Oubre, I'm like, why is he not playing more with everyone at 25, 30 minutes? Oh, but Terry Rozier back, 39 minutes. 36 the game before. I know it went to overtime still. Like mid-30s minutes last couple games. When I play, no chance. 25 minutes. Come on. He owes, like, the Hornets owe me money. They owe me money. Can't do that. Can't do that to me. But yeah, if Oubre's going to play mid-30s minutes, I think he's a pretty solid option here. If Dennis Smith Jr.'s out, I would guess it's McDaniels that picks up the start. He's a decent value, a guy that you know can contribute in a lot of different ways. That one slate when he was very popular was a massive bust. I luckily faded him that night, but he was like, I got lucky with that one. Washington's fine. He's had a couple big games, but I'd rather play Oubre to similar price point. Now, I do want to mention Mason Plumley minutes. 32 and then 39 is, what, 34 in regulation. If he's going to play over 30 minutes, I do have Anderson Plumley. I don't think it's a guarantee. Also, you did have some Nick's Richard, Nick Richards foul trouble. So, both centers are still in play, but the minutes have been ticking up a little bit of late of Plumley and a little bit down of late for Richards. Um, if you want to take a shot in 3.2K Boke Knight, be my guest. He's going to chuck when he's out there, but he's really bad. He's not good, um, but... Yeah, he's cheap. On the Miami side, so why did it have to go to overtime, man? Like, anything but chalk, bam, and it's just bam, smashing an OT. And I have Max Struess that plays 49 minutes and goes for two fancy, like, just, oh. just miss out in GPPs because of random overtime. Still really mad about that. But Hero, his status up in the air. If he plays, I think there's no standouts for Miami. If he misses, it's just kind of a boost to everyone. So more usage for Jimmy and Bam. Jimmy had a massive game last game. I will say that's probably a bit of an outlier. 
I think I would still give the edge to Bam at 8-3, but both the main Miami guys would look good. Lowry, like solid. Um, he had a bad game last game, but he's been relatively consistent of late. Max Struess, a guy I play low ownership, he literally starts and has like, I think it was like 14 fancy points in the first quarter. Like, yes. Great. You know, you know Max Struess knocking out a couple shots. The rest of the game, he goes for like three fantasy points in 40 minutes. Less than a half a fantasy point a minute for Max Struess. If there's no hero, though, he's definitely in play. I'll probably fade, and he'll probably break the record for three-pointers. Gabe Vincent and Duncan Robinson, they're both solid values. Gabe Vincent saw a lot of run off the bench. Duncan Robinson, relatively score independent, but should play low 20s minutes if there's no hero. And then uh, Caleb Martin, you know, he's more out there for defense, but he's playable as well. I will mention Dwayne Dedman, Hushmull, sounds like he might not be available, and Jamal Kane got called up from the G League. I don't think they want to go to Dusty uh, Haslam, and I believe, not sure if Jovic will be available or not, but if there's no Deadman, they could go to Jamal Kane. I just want to mention it. I don't even know if he would be the backup, but like he actually was really good point per minute in um, you know summer league preseason. So just thought I'd mention it. I don't even know they could go to Jovic. Could be Heisman. Like I don't. I probably still want to uh, you know, go to it, but maybe in a large field tournament if you're throwing a lot out of line a lot. Yeah. A lot of lineups. Sorry, I can't talk. Long night. All right, Portland and Dallas. So, a lot of question marks here. Nurkic is questionable. Grant's probable. Winslow's probable. Um, Shade the Sharp is questionable. Him and Keon Johnson were like late scratches last game. That didn't make a ton of sense. You do have Dame Lillard back. Dallas, one of the worst matchups on the board. Not much here. I mean, you can go to Lillard in tournament. Simons is overpriced with Lillard back. Grant's overpriced with Lillard back. Nurkic, if he plays, I guess is fine. If he misses... Eubanks, Watford, they should split the center minutes. You saw 27 minutes last game for Eubanks. Um, Watford played 26. You could be a little bit of small ball for Justice Winslow. Can I just talk about this again? It just, DFS is just, I love it, but it is so incredibly painful. I play Justice Winslow here against the Charlotte Hornets, all right, at literally no ownership. 10 fantasy points. <laughs> 10. 1 0. Then you get Jeremy Grant back, plays 38 minutes, and goes for a triple-double. Come on, man. You can't do that to me. You can't do that to me. All right, Dallas. Christian Wood is expected back, so uh, downgrade Dinwiddie Goat. Um, He was an absolute smash last game, but he's more of a secondary player now. Luka Doncic had a bad game last game, um, but... I'm perfectly fine. If, you, if you're comfortable with enough of the value, I have no issue playing Luka. Christian Wood, I mean, he's going to be a high-usage player, but he's you know kind of capped at like low to mid-20s minutes. Dinwiddie's still viable, but not as good of a play as he was last slate with Christian Wood out. So, yeah. And then with Wood back, I don't think we had to mess with Powell or McGee. Um, I mean, be my guest if you want to play 4.3K Jordan Finney-Smith. He'll probably play like 30 minutes. 30-ish minutes, I'll probably get you like 15 to 20 fancy points. You want to take a shot in Tim Hardaway Jr. in tournaments? Fine. His minutes have been all over the place, but um, he does have a ceiling if he knocked down his shots. I think Kleba's minutes should take a hit with Christian Wood back. He becomes riskier. I'm not messing with Josh Reed or Reggie Bullock. Final game here, Houston and the Pelicans. And you know what I'm going to say. You, you know. You know what I'm going to say here about the Rockets, right? Do I have to say it? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Why is he not closing? Why is he playing 25 to 30 minutes a game? Someone explain it to me. I've been begging Ari Eason minutes. Why are we not playing him more? Why is Tari Eason almost out of the rotation? Oh, let's see here. Plays 21 minutes last game. 38 fantasy points. What, what is Steven Silas doing? What is he doing? I, I know I have the same conversation, conversation every time, but like, what, what are we doing? What are we actually doing here? All right. I do want to mention, though, the minutes have been way up on the guards. Kevin Porter Jr., 38 and then 40 minutes last couple games. Jalen Green, 38 and 40 minutes. So if these guys are going to continue to play 40 minutes a game, they are both underpriced here against the Pelicans. I really like both guards. My boy, Sangoon, if he could just play a little bit more, would be a phenomenal play. Even in about 30 minutes, though, he's still been having good games at this price point. I have interest in him. Jabari Smith, probably not for me. KJ Martin at 4-5. He's fine. He'll play mid-20s minutes. He's like an okay value. As is Eric Gordon, who they continue to play 30 minutes a game. I mean, a 4-3, yeah, he's playable. I don't know why he's playing this much and why Tari Eason's not. But Tari Eason at 4-2, finally starting to play a little bit more. 24, 20, 21 minutes. Look at the fantasy points. 30, 20, and 38 fantasy points. My pick for rookie of the year, play him more. He's better than Jabari Smith, all right? Play him more. Why are we playing Eric Gordon 30 minutes a night? Why? Like, I just... So dumb. So dumb. I don't think there's anything else I want to mess with. Garuba's getting a little bit of backup five run. I guess a 3.2K, that's fine. Um, also, I don't know if you guys saw this, the Bruno Fernando stuff. Like, don't. They set up like he's close to returning and he's going to start over Sengun. Like, if that happens, you need to shoot Steven Silas to the moon. All right, finally, the Pelicans. So, love the matchup, but there's no standout plays here. I will say, if this game's this competitive, you're going to see a really big game out of one of CJ, Ingram, or Zion. Good luck trying to figure out who it's going to be. As always, I think Zion probably would be my favorite, but Zion, Ingram, CJ, they're all good tournament plays. I just don't think I can prioritize any of them, but they all look good. JV can't really do it with Larry Nance back. He's been, you know, his minutes have kind of been capped. Now, could he have a good game like 25 minutes at this price point? Yes, he can because it's a great matchup. So you can still consider him in tournaments, but he's much riskier. Nance, again, they've been closing a lot of games with him. I think he's like an okay value play. This group of like Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, they're fine. Herb Jones should play low 30s minutes. Trey Murphy's minutes have been a little bit up and down, but he does have a ceiling. He's knocking down a shot. So it's weird. I think I feel like I should like more from the Pelicans, but um, all kind of just tournament plays for me. So, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the video. Again, if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. And, um, yeah, good luck. I'll see you guys all in the next video.